0: vigil, desperately hoping it would not be too long before her mother went back to sleep. Mary had known there was some secret torment in her mother's past, some fearful thing that touched all of their lives in some way, herself, her mother, and Adam, that dear, kind man who had always been there to protect them. Only recently, Adam had taken it upon himself to tell the truth of what happened all those years ago. In the telling, he had betrayed Lucy's trust and broken his vow to his old friend Barney. At the time, he believed it was for the best. Now, he was not so sure. Mary was shaken to her roots by the story he told. Even now, it was not ended. There were others who had to know, the ones who had gone away, the ones who had never known the truth of Barney Davidson's sacrifice. In Mary's far-off memories... She recalled her father, Barney, who had died when she was a tiny girl. He'd been a special kind of man, frail in body, but powerful in spirit. She recalled how he would sit her on his knee and create magic through his vivid fairy tales. He made her laugh with his comical mimicry, and sometimes, when she woke crying, he would hold her up to the window and show her the stars and describe the beauty and wonder of the world they lived in. He told her she must never be afraid, because there would always be someone looking over her. She loved him so much. And then he was gone, and their lives were never the same again. When she was satisfied that her mother had gone back to sleep, Mary turned over and relaxed. Tomorrow there would be no mention of this night. Mother and daughter would smile and chat and talk of everything else, and it would be as though the nightmare had never happened because that was how Lucy wanted it. By half-past eight, Lucy was out of her bed, washed and dressed and sprucing herself in the mirror. Not bad for an olden, if I say so myself. Laying down the hairbrush, she ran her two hands through her short cap of greying hair, teased out a few stray curls, and thought how, if it wasn't for the age spots on the back of her hands, she could maybe pass for a young thing of fifty. She gazed critically on herself. There were lines round her eyes and mouth, but the small straight nose and heart-shaped face were still pretty, and the blue eyes as bright as ever. The loud spluttering of a car engine brought her hurrying to the window. Adam! Covered in muck and oil, Adam was standing before the car in the drive of Nudston House. He had the bonnet up and the starter handle lodged into position. The damned thing's been playing up again! he called back, and now it's completely given up the ghost. I've done what I can, but I reckon she'll need a new engine. Leave it. Come inside. Come on. I'll be there in a minute. By the time Adam showed his face at the kitchen door, Lucy and Mary were seated at the table, Lucy enjoying her eggs and bacon, and Mary toying with her scrambled eggs. A loyal friend to them both, Adam Chives had been part of her life with Barney, and after Barney was gone, he had seen her through a bad time and remained ever close. Lucy had often wondered why he never married, until he confessed to her that she had always been the only woman he had ever truly loved. Taking a gulp of tea, Lucy regarded him. Homely, well-built, with thick, greying hair and kind, expressive eyes, Adam was an ordinary kind of man, but when he made a friend, it was a friend for life, and when he fell in love... It was with heart and soul. Right, then, if you go and wash up, she told him, I'll see to your breakfast, and don't leave the sink with a rim of oil round it neither. Right, boss. Bowing slightly, Adam gave a mock, servile tug of his forelock. I'll make sure I leave it ready for inspection. Graciously refusing Mary's offer to cook Adam's breakfast instead, Lucy threw two more rashers of bacon and some mushrooms into the pan. A few moments later, having finished washing at the sink and making sure he'd wiped it round afterwards, Adam seated himself at the table where his breakfast was put in front of him. look at that! A real feast!' He hadn't realised how truly hungry he was until the aroma of hot food flooded his nostrils. "'Thank you, Lucy,' he turned to Mary with a wink. "'Your mother's not only beautiful, she's a good cook into the bargain.' Lucy thought one fine compliment was enough in a day. Food is for eating, she said, placing a platter of toast before him, so stop chatting and get it down you before it goes cold. Smiling to herself at the way these two.